0: Hey Gold Digger, thanks for tuning into this podcast. The one thing I believe is that we are all here for a divine purpose. Allow me, Rev D, a life coach to help you see your purpose and to help you achieve your goals. Please subscribe to this podcast and share it with others that could use some inspiration. you desire to be promoted? How many of you feel you've earned a promotion? God is in the promoting business and sees all that you are doing. Did you know since the pandemic, men have been promoted three times more than women, according to a study done back in August of 2020, conducted right here in the U.S. Another study showed that 34% of men Working remotely with children at home said that they received a promotion versus 9% of women in the same situation. Even a new study research at Harvard revealed another sad truth. Men are still more likely to get a promotion when they are smusing but women are not. Science says smoothing with the boss can help you get a raise or a promotion as long as you both are men. <laughs> Our guest, Kim Corley, has been recently promoted to president and CEO, and she's here to share her story of how it all happened. Listen, And one thing we always say: we want our goals to be blessed by God. We we don't want a, a, a promotion if God didn't give it to us. We don't we don't want it. We want the promotion that God would have us to have. Know why? Because we'll be able to walk better when we know that God gave it to us. Walk in confidence. Know that this is beyond a man or a woman. This this is coming from up high. And we as Christians, we operate in the spiritual realm. We know it's beyond us. And God is in control of everything. And I just want to encourage someone that may be struggling on their job. You could be struggling and say, hey, this person is blocking me. Or this person is is, is not helping me. Or you, you may have been laid off. Keep the hope. God sees it all. And God's gonna take care of you. And most of all, God blesses faithfulness. We have to trust God. And um, and that's what we're trying to do, right? We're just we're, we're just trying to wait on God to give us our blessing so we can be a blessing, okay? And um, you're welcome, sweetheart. Oh, Kim, I see one of your daughters in there. God bless you, sweetheart. God bless you. (laughs) All right, so we're going to move on into our segment here. And, you know, like I said, sometimes we feel that, you know, man is in control of everything, but God allows things to happen in his permissive will. How many people believe that? God allows things to happen to us
1: in his permissive will, you know.
0: God teaches us, uh, God wants to teach us a valuable lesson. That's why sometimes he keeps us where we are because it's a prereq for us to be elevated. So we have to learn something here. And that's why we should always be saying, what does God want me to learn? Why Why am I sitting here? Why, why can't I move to the next level? And then we get into prayer and we get more conscious of, where is the lesson in this madness? But believe me, God is always there to teach us something. And we need to stay alert to that. You know, always know that He has your back. He has your back, right? So um, so take that. Know that there's some prereqs that have to be achieved before we can go to the next level. You know, you know, I talk about keep the faith, but sometimes we have to be faithful in what we're doing, meaning that we are doing our due diligence. And when God does bless us, we want to be found doing what we need to do to go to the next level. Because God can come and say, they're not really that serious. Let me go on and pick a person that's that's dead serious. you know, Because um, if you're looking for someone to promote, you're first gonna say, hey, is this person faithful to what they're trying to do? Does this person have the characteristics and have proven themselves to be worthy of what they're trying to do? I don't think God's looking at us like this. Are we ready? Have we done what we needed to do to get where we're trying to go, right? So sometimes we just have to really look at ourselves and say, are we being faithful? Are we being reliable? Are we being dependable? Are we being true and and genuine, you know, um, and without fault? So sometimes we have to do some self-examination to see are we really where we need to be. So just think about that for a little while, you know, in in your quiet time when you are kind of just praying with God of what's going on in your situation. So I want to thank uh, Sister Corley, for accepting the invitation for Gold Table Talk um, when Gold Table Talk first launched Kim was one of the first people that I can say congratulated me and joined 2020 Radical Gold Digger's first Zoom call and Kim I just want to thank you for, for doing that but God has had her busy since that call <laughs> And that call must have been maybe last November, or it could have been October. But when Kim was on the call, she was a great contributor. She, she shared herself, she shared her current situation. And that's what we do here at Gold Table Talk. We keep it real, we keep it real. And Kim shared with us um, things that were going on on her job at the time that she wasn't too happy about. But what I did hear in her voice, that she was definitely, because she is a woman of God, that she was going to trust God in that situation. Now, when I was listening to her, I was like, oh my goodness, this is a lot. This is heavy. But you know what? She wasn't new to the fight. And she was going to trust God. So I'm going to let Kim share more about what happened on her last job last year, up until when she received the call into her new position. Tell us how you went from the mail room to the boardroom, Sister
2: Corley. Can you tell us that? Oh my goodness, you know what, Sister, Sister Reverend D, um you are something else. Because I was just telling, I can't believe you remembered that whole thing yes. about the boardroom. To the boardroom. I was telling my husband, do you think I should say that? And so you said it for me. So I am so happy that you did. Now I know you all are wondering what is she talking about? And uh Reverend D is um, you know, just, let me just tell you real quick, just so, so that you all know this real quick before I even go there. You know, um I have been knowing Reverend D and Sister Deborah since we were pre-teens, y'all. Pre-teens. And when we truly, you remember how your parents are always telling you to be careful who you hang with and surround yourself with positive people and that, you know, little girls that are going to do something big and be great. I'm just at, at this age that we are, I tell you, I'm just, I feel blessed that we are still friends after all these years. We we you we used to sit in the park at Compton Park and walking up the down the streets of the, of the neighborhood, talking about what we wanted to do and our hopes and our dreams. And I just thank God for you, Sister D and Sister Deborah. I tell you, and seeing Bless your beautiful you. faces is just amazing. And for us to be able to, for me to be able to be here with you tonight to just share a little bit about how good God is. It's simply just amazing. And I'm just so proud of you, Sister um, D, because um, God is truly using you in a mighty way to just minister to women across, across not only Georgia and Florida, but the world. I, you know, he really is blessing you. And so go forward with his many blessings.
1: So Thank
2: as, you. As, as Reverend D said, um, literally, and I and I forgot that it was in November uh, October, November, the last time that I, that I was uh, talking with you all. And I really, was, I'm going to be honest, I wasn't in a good space at that time. And and when Sister uh, Reverend D decided that she was going to do her Zoom and I jumped on, you know, sometimes, you know, we're afraid sometimes to just share things. But I knew I was with sisters. I knew that I was with a group of women who could empower me to just kind of be honest about what was going on. And so needless to say, at that moment, I was not in a great place and I was struggling with the job that I had at the time. I was uh, working for Orange County Public Schools and um, I was at grants and nutrition education and I was a community outreach uh, manager. And um, I had been working there for three years, working really, really hard. And you guys know when when you have a job that you joy, you work hard, you're going in, you're grinding every day, right? So you're thinking, if I just continue to grind and hustle, at some point, they got to see my value. At some point, they're really going to see the good work that I'm doing, and 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 I'm going to have my time to be able to, to be promoted. But you know what? I was reminded that, you know what, it, it wasn't time. And I say that because when I had the experience of, of being moved after... A couple of months of being in another area, my my director actually moved me into literally into the mailroom. room, um, and, the, and it was really a mail room. I know people are <laughs> like, a mail room? Yes, I want you to imagine. This is in a school, I work in a school, but it was an old school. And so they had taken my office that was in another office into the, literally the mail room. I have no idea to this day why, but that was where my office was. Mm. to be honest with you all, I'm not even going to sit here and try to pretend. I was mad. (laughs) I was mad. I was mad, mad, mad. But as Reverend D said, I knew, I knew there had to be a reason for for what was going on because I just couldn't figure it out. I had been working so hard. I had just, the week before, I had did a, a presentation with the entire department where I had, Announced that I had raised 2.3 million dollars for the department, and I just knew at that moment I was going to get. My- you know, but guess what? I did not. I was basically, uh, unfortunately, that was two weeks before I was moved to the mailroom, so I had to sit there as I was sitting in the office, mad, pouting. Okay. And I finally, after a week of being in the room and my colleague who was moved into the mail room with me, we looked at each other and said, "Uh uh-uh, God's got something else for us. He's got something else for us. And I looked at her, she sat directly across from me and I said, God is getting ready to move. I have no idea what's about to happen, but he is getting ready to move. And I kid you not, ladies, When I tell you that when God is ready to move in his time, not in our time, but in his time, we have so many opportunities uh, when we talk to people and we share with people about all the great work that we've done over the course of our career. I know I have been I've done that my whole career. For the last 30 years that I have been working in Orlando, I've been working on the streets, helping people, giving back to people, just doing all kinds of wonderful work. And I get to sit and and just kind of think, okay, God's gotta have something else for me. I'm not sure what it is, but I know he's got something else for me, but I'm gonna continue to work and continue to grind and just see what he has in store for me. So as I continue to move on day after day after day, in the mailroom, coming into my office, sitting down, doing my work, doing what I needed to do, trying to be number one ladies, I needed to be humble because I think that that's what God was trying to do for me. I really truly believe that God needed to me to be humble before he was gonna take me where he wanted me to go. So he needed me to sit my little tail right in the mail room and look around, okay, every day, and sit still and be patient and expect what he was getting ready to do for me. So I continued to work, and and then what happened? COVID hit, right? And before we knew it, we were still we were home for a little while, and and then I had to go back to the office. Um, and um, still, things were going, moving on, and I still was working, but no sign of promotion at all, no signs of having an opportunity um, of growing into my department. And you all know, as the years go by. Start to wonder, I don't know about you, but I know about me. You know, I feel sometimes that you know, as you I'm I'm hitting my 56th birthday this year. So you feel like, when is my time gonna come? Is it ever gonna come? Is it ever gonna come? Am I gonna continue to work in this job doing the work that I'm doing for the the people that I work for, or is it gonna be an opportunity for me to do the things that I know that God wants, wants for me, right? So What happens before I could even, I can't even explain it to you ladies other than to say it was truly God's appointed time. It was truly his appointed time because if I had gotten the opportunity that I have now, maybe four years ago, maybe 13 years ago, maybe I would not have been able to accept it at this moment. Because this is the thing. I graduated from college um, at, with my master's degree at 21 years old. I hadn't even reached my 22nd birthday yet. But guess what? God needed me to be in this field for 33 years before he decided that it was time for the appointed time for me to be promoted. Okay? So he allowed me to do everything that I've done everything that I've done from sitting on boards, teaching at the university working in the jail. I mean, just doing just all kinds of work, but I had no clue that he was preparing me for something that was gonna blow my mind. No mm. idea. If you would've asked me this six months ago, four months ago, shoot, two months ago, <laughs> I would say absolutely not. So the story goes like this. I really was so upset, and I, and I can tell you exactly what it was, it was actually before we left for Christmas break, because I had had a meeting with the HR director of my de- of my department, who had become a dear dear friend of mine. And she pulled me into her office and said to me, Kim, you know, I love you and I respect you, but I think I think that you need to really start to start considering about possibly looking for some other opportunity, because I really honestly don't think. And I, she said, and I know I'm not supposed to be telling you this, but she said, I really don't think there's going to be some opportunities here for you because it just it just feels as if things are being blocked for you. And she mm. told me, she said, I believe that God has something else for you that might not be here. And I, I'm going to be honest, I was very hurt because I said, no, I'm working so hard. How can this? And she said, Kim, I'm just trying to be honest with you. I just don't feel that you should waste your time. And I was like, wow, if this is coming from the HR director or <laughs> HR manager, then something must really be. I, I I don't know. So anyway, we left for Christmas break and I left it alone. I cried on my husband's shoulders, my kids' shoulders, everybody. I called my father back home in New York crying, just and I don't know what the Lord is trying to do. Ladies, I kid you not. When I got back from Christmas break, needless to say, I was offered an opportunity to interview for a job, and the job is with an organization called Florida Impact. And this is the, this is the crazy thing that is so just is just surreal. I actually worked for the company um, five years ago before I went to the, to the school system, and I actually worked for them for eight years. I was actually a Central Florida uh, coordinator. So I was responsible for doing all the work in Central Florida. But I had no idea, no idea that I would actually have the opportunity to possibly be interviewed for a position with them as uh, the next leader of the organization. And ladies, the crazy thing that happened is when they called me to ask me if I was interested and throwing my name in the hat for the CEO position, I I I was I I was dumbfounded. I couldn't believe it because I was like, how how do you how, Wait a minute. I, I had to sit back and but what can I do other than to say, but God, but God, and how I remember that scripture that talks about what is that? Jeremiah two nine that says, for I know the plans that I have for you. God knew the plans that He had for me. 13 years ago, because 13 years ago is when I started working with Florida Impact. 13 Mm. years ago, God allowed me to be a part of that organization for years. I first started out as a board member and then I became an employee of theirs. And then I left and I went to the school system, not even thinking about Florida Impact. Make a long story short, on January the 19th, I was appointed as their new CEO um, and it was probably one of the most exciting experiences of my life because I, I know, I truly know that only God did that. Only God. Because I, there was no way that I could, have, I could not have planned it. I could not have done anything. Only God was the one who set up everything for me from 30 years ago when I moved here from New York. To Orlando, to now being the CEO of this organization, and um, I'm excited wow. because I'm the first African American. We they've had all white women who ran that company, and so I'm the first black woman to um, to run it. And um, it has it has been four weeks of of just challenging because <laughs> hey, be careful what you ask for. But it is amazing, amazing experience. To see how God works and truly, truly um, just prepares you. When you least expect, God is always preparing you for your next level. We might not see it. I had no idea when I talked with Reverend D and the rest of the ladies back in November. I had no idea that six months, however many months it is now, that we would be having this conversation. Because that wasn't on the radar back then. But guess guess what? God had it all planned out. Um, he was just preparing me, you know, he knew that maybe I wasn't ready 14 years ago, wasn't ready five years ago. Shoot. I might not have been ready a year ago, but he knew now on this day, he knew that I would be ready. And, um, I'm just Mm. feeling so blessed. And I give him all the honor and the praise and just, um, allowing, you know, his, his, his presence in my life all the time and um, how Reverend D, you, you have just been an inspiration to me. I'm telling you, because, you know, when I did join your call, you know, I joined it because I needed some inspiration. I needed some empowerment. I needed I needed my sister to tell me that it was going to be all right. I did because I was not feeling like it was going to be all right. I was not. But I truly knew that moment when I sat on the call with you all and I listened to what you said, I listened to what all the ladies said um, and how it impacted my heart. I truly left that call feeling like, you know what? I got this, I got this. It is not over for me yet. And I, I said, God got something else for me. I'm not sure what it's gonna be, but I surely know on February 22nd, 2021 ladies, that God had me all the time um, and I'm here to just share with you that he is always in control and when we least expect and when we least expect the fact that not thinking that things are going to turn out the way that they do over the years, there's so many setbacks that we can have I mean, with me personally I'll be I'll be transparent with you between a divorce after being married 20 years um, you know after having kids, I have almost, you would say, two sets of kids, and I know they listening. I got a, <laughs> I, I got a 15-year-old and I got a set of twins that are almost 29, you know. And I was sending one to kindergarten. I was sending two to college. And guess what? God still had it. He had it all planned out, right? He had it all planned out. And the, the best, the cherry on top of the cake was that he sent me a new husband, y'all. He sent me a new husband. So, <laughs> that's, so I've been married for five years now. But anyway, so that's my story, y'all. I, you know, I'm just trying to be real with y'all. I'm not trying to be nothing more than who I am, Kim Corley-Johnson, you know, just trying to share with y'all to keep your heads held up high and just know that God's got your back. He's got your back. And um, I'm gonna get my shirt, Denise Sprantz, all right? I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. All right, ladies, I thank you. And I love all of you for allowing me to just talk just a little bit about the goodness of the Lord. And, and, um, I'm just so thankful for all of you, um, just listening to my story. And I've, I've shared this. This is the first time I've shared it. Um, and I've been on the job now a couple of weeks. Um, so I appreciate you listening to me and, um, not sure if you guys, anybody want have anything they'd like to say or anything. Well, well I
0: want everybody to take their phone off mute and give Kim a hand of praise
1: yeah. I want her yeah. 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 yeah.
0: it mean, don't get no better than that it don't get it. no better than that I mean when God shows up and shows out the way he did Woo-hoo! in your life Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And you know what? It's just what we need to hear. Because we're all on our unique journeys. We're all in our spaces. And we're just wondering, what's God going to do next? What's God going to do? You know, and and, Kim, you told that story so wonderfully. And, you know, I just hope that the ladies uh, were inspired to hold on. We're going to hit some bones. But don't get thrown at it at home, okay? (laughs) Because God got us. Now, I'm going to stop there and open the floor up. Does anyone have something that they would like to um, say to Kim? And uh, something that may have been inspiring or, or anything they would like to contribute to this awesome testimony?
1: I would like to, this is Lisa. I would like to say what a blessing for you to come on here and share that story with us. I was over here getting chills and just getting goosebumps and you know I'm about to have a shout moment in my chair by myself. Um, just listening to it, it, it really is amazing and, and God is good and, and truly blessed you. Um, you know, I've had some situations in my life where I knew it was nothing but God. The fact that I'm sitting in my house right now was nothing but God. But when it comes to promotion specifically, I'm in the, for the first time in my life, I'm in a job. Where I have not been promoted. I've been, my title's been changed. I've had a lateral move, but I have not had a promotion. And I've been in this company now, it'll be seven years coming this coming out, April. My life, in my life, I've never been in a job more than three to six months without being promoted or being offered a job where I might turn it down. So this is new for me. And I'm like, okay, oh, yeah, God, what's going on? What's going on? So your story just really just re inspired me and reinvigorated me to just hang in there and Thank keep. God. The- Thank the- God. The- Coming. so you just confirm for me that my time is coming yes
2: it is so yes
1: it is you. I thank you I thank you yes it is
2: yes Kim I want to thank you too for sharing it's just a blessing I just want to go shouting through the house I'm just so happy for you and I know you deserve it I know you do you're such a beautiful person and thank you for sharing that this evening thank now you it's hard, y'all. I'm not trying to pretend that it's not hard, you know, but I'm going to tell you, but God will never give you what he doesn't prepare you for. You know, uh, I was on my first panel today um, with mm. some some people from the state of Florida, um, and they invited me to talk about, believe it or not, it was six of us who talked about uh, racism and mm. food insecurity and advocacy. Ab- you say you're the boss. I'm the boss. I'm the boss. Yeah, and you know what? I'm gonna I'm share this with you all, ladies. I've been, and I've had some great jobs in my in my career. You know, the Lord has blessed me, but you know, you all know as women sometimes, and you started to mention a little bit about women and what happens in the workforce with women. But a lot of times, we sometimes take the back seat. And especially when you have children or when you have other responsibilities. So, in my career, I've been a mid manager. I'm just going to be honest with you. I've been right there. I've been there. My directors know that I can do the job. So, they've given me all kinds of responsibilities. So, I always was a girl that had 10, 10, 10 jobs because they know I can handle it. But I never got paid the money, never had the title. I was always uh. just right there. Just right there. And um, I just felt like there was this time, at this time of of my life at 55 years old, I just felt like enough of just taking, enough of just being that mid manager. You know, I felt like it was my time to try. So I was scared. I'm going to be honest. My kids and my husband, they encouraged me. They said, Mommy, why would you not think that you could run this company? And I just felt like, I'm not sure. I don't know. I mean, I'm really good at what I do. I know I'm really good in the community. I'm good at doing, you know, but to run a company that just overwhelmed me, but I had to stop. And I had to think that God had something. He had to have something in store for me, but for, for me to even get the phone call. So I felt like, are you? I always felt. like, Are you sure y'all y'all got the real Kim Johnson? That <laughs> you know, y'all, you know. So when they started interviewing me, and I had to go through four interviews, y'all, four mm-hmm. interviews, and each time I, I got to the next level, I would look at myself in the mirror and say, Lord, have mercy. Is this really going to happen? Because I truly felt like there were so many other people that would be quite more qualified than me. Because right. I felt like. You know what? I, yes, I've had a wonderful career. I, I've worked with great companies, but I just felt like being a president and a CEO was far-fetched. It was far-fetched. It was, but guess what? It was my heart's desire. It was yeah. something I used to whisper to myself when I went to sleep at night. There and you I, go. That's what I wanted to do. So guess what? I might not have verbally said it, but guess who heard? God heard that. He heard it. He heard yes. it and he whispered to me and told me don't you dare listen to that self-doubt don't you dare lack self-compassion for yourself you can do it so before i knew it by that third time that third interview i started sitting up a little bit higher and higher in my chair <laughs> and i started to feel i said uh oh i'm sorry, this is something or something and i'm gonna tell you by that fourth interview, it wasn't nothing they could do with me. Because by then, I was like, if y'all don't give me the job, y'all got problems, you know? And they were looking for somebody who was passionate, somebody who was authentic, and somebody who was real, somebody who could, yeah, take the, the company to the next level, but they needed somebody like me. And I knew what that meant. That meant somebody who I knew that God had prepared for this job, and so I now. It's funny. I sometimes it's hard for me to even say when I meet people when they say, "Okay, what do you Because you guys know when you are some. As I've worked in the community, you know, as a as a coordinator or manager, which are great jobs. You know, people don't move as quickly as they normally do when you. you try. And I had like ten. I had like five people above me. It just seemed like it was always. But now the opportunities for me to get calls and, and meetings with people who I normally not had had in the past. So it's a great, uh, it's, it's funny for me because sometimes I have to say, um, I, my daughter said to me, mommy, it's okay if you say president CEO, you know that, right? It's okay. So I'm, I'm I'm gonna be honest, I'm getting used to it Reverend D. I'm getting used to it. I'm getting used to being the boss. Um, you know it's all a new experience for me. My staff is is getting used to me because they're not used to having a black woman as a as a as a boss. Um, but we we're, we're we're all in this together, and God has truly been good to me. Well, there's two people that want to
0: uh, say something to you. Um, uh-huh. you know I um, I'm, I think that was Desi that raised a hand. And then that was Monique. So um, Desi, you can you can go on and then Monique next, please.
1: I just wanna say I'm, I'm re-energized for two reasons. And one,
0: a week before I had my stroke, I was promoted. So I got a promotion with my company and then I had my stroke. Uh-huh. So I went from you know being the front line to getting a promotion and being in charge of millions of dollars worth of
1: inventory in cannabis. So I was in heaven. I was in heaven. <laughs> I had my stroke. But another, as you hear your story, I know God has
0: another plan for me. He does. And he also does. today, I just finished my my FAFSA. And I just finished registering for, for college. So I'm going back oh. to school. I start on the 27th. So I'm I'm, I'm re that whatever God has planned for me in the future. I'm preparing myself for it. So thank you. Amen. Congratulations, Des. Congratulations. Congratulations. Wow. Uh, Monique? You on mute, sweetheart. Let me see if I can take off mute. Sometimes I can do this. Let's
1: see. She's off now. Her volume might be down.
0: Okay. Thank you, Lisa. Okay, why she's why she's trying to to work it out. Um, some of the things that I, I hear, Kim. First of all, where you where God placed you as president CEO is just not for any company. It is for a company that is about helping others. Can you just tell us what type of company impact is and what it does? Because I think that's significant to why God chose you. Right,
2: right. Well that was we my are- question. Oh okay. Yes. <laughs> Same all question. Right. Yes. Florida Impact is an anti-hunger organization that's uh-huh. dedicated to mobilizing communities to be able to have community organizations, schools, churches, um, nonprofits access all the state, federal, and local dollars that there is to, uh-huh. to feed hungry children in our community. So um, we're dedicated to ending childhood hunger. We're dedicated to expanding SNAP. Yes. We're, we're uh-huh. dedicated to trying to help provide resources to people in the community who, who are struggling to make ends meet, who are struggling with um, housing issues, um, okay. Just raise right. God. Yeah, we advocate. We are. We advocate for 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 the underserved community across the state of Florida. So um, we actually have staff across the state of Florida that are working in different communities, doing different projects and different um, uh, opportunities where they partner with churches and other community groups and schools to just make sure that um, children and families and seniors have access to food.
1: Awesome.
0: I mean, that is absolutely beautiful. That's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. They needed an angel <laughs> <That's> <laughs> no a nice. job
2: like that. I found an angel. I yeah. never...
0: Just knowing you, Kim, I mean, I know that you're going to do whatever, far exceed the expectations mm-hmm. of where impact can go. Because I know that's how you are. I know that God is gonna give you so much to take that boat across that ocean. And I'm just so excited for you because I know it's just perfect. I know it's divine order and it's perfect. Your um one of your daughters wanted to speak. Go, go, go ahead, Robin. Hello, everyone. This is Renee. Oh, this Renee, okay. Is, no, this is it's okay. This is Robin. Hi. Okay. I'm just, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm just, I have have a question for Kim Johnson. Um, Hello, Kim. I'm wondering, so that waiting period, when you're waiting on that blessing and you get on Facebook and everyone's getting a new job or, and your brother was blessed with an amazing opportunity before you got that blessing. What is that waiting period like? And what did you do to hold on to that faith in that moment when you wanted to Mm -hmm. give up? And you wanted to say, I don't know what I'm doing, but you held on that faith and you congratulated people. So what was that waiting period like for you? Can you give us?
2: I I can. Thank you. Thank you, Miss Moore, for asking that question. Yes. Yes. They, that waiting period was was, you know what? When you see everybody getting blessed. Right. And we're supposed to we're supposed to celebrate. I'm not sure Reverend Reverend D could tell us what that scripture is. But we are supposed to celebrate when people we see people uh, wonderful things happen to them because we know if we can celebrate with them during that time, then we know that God is truly gonna um, allow us to have our opportunity to be able to celebrate. So I waited patiently. I can't. I can't tell you. I did have a few tears and I was. I was frustrated at times, but I knew I had to hold on. Just hang in there and be happy while you see every you guys know you see everybody on Facebook. You see everybody doing this and everybody doing that. Yeah, okay, we're happy for you. But deep down inside, you thinking, Lord, you singing, when is my change gonna come? Right? When is it gonna come? And I tell you, you just hold on. It was just the fact that I had um in, in God and just praying that um I had to just hold on. And hold on, you guys know that song, "Hang On," right? That's what I truly had to do. I Had to believe because as Christians, that's what we're supposed to do. We can't give up, even when it gets hard. We gotta give. We we gotta keep hanging on. So that's what I did, uh, Little Miss Moat. I hung in there, and um, I waited for my change to come. I did.
0: 2020 Radical Gold Diggers. I just want to thank you for tuning into this podcast. And I'm a life coach and I love building confidence and helping you achieve your goal. So do me a favor, subscribe to this podcast and be inspired every day.